Okay, we're learning Daf Gimel. We're starting from the two dots, uh, six lines down. We're, we're analyzing the language of the Mishnah, Harini Kazet. <coughs> Somebody said, I'm going to be like this. So the Mishnah said, if he said Kazet, I'll be like this. He is a Nazir. And again, the Mishnah is talking about the din of Yadis, that you didn't make a complete statement that I'll be a Nazir. All he's saying is, I'll be like this. So the Gemara asks, how is that a, even a partial statement for Naziris? Even if we say that maybe the context is that he's holding his hair when he is saying this, like we said yesterday when the case where somebody said, I'll be handsome, I'll be not. So we said that the scenario was that he was holding his hair when he said it, and therefore it's a partial statement which refers to Naziris. But in our case, where somebody says, even if he, we do say he's holding his hair when he says it, but but he hasn't said. What is the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying he hasn't said anything referring to Naziris. That's the point. It's a little bit choppy, the language of the Gemara. But the point is, we don't say that when a person is holding their hair and they say, I'm like this, it refers to Naziris. If anything, he's saying, I'm like my hair. When a guy says yesterday, I'm handsome, I will be a handsome, and he's holding his hair, obviously he's saying that he's going to grow out the hair, he's going to make sure that he'll have the beauty of Naziris. But when he's saying, I'll be like this, even if he is holding the hair, we can't say it's a statement of Nazir's because being like hair is not a reference to Nazir's. So the Gemara says, The case is where the Nazir was passing in front of him. So he said, I am like this as the Nazir is passing by. So he's trying to say, just like the person passing by as a Nazir, I'll be like that. So L'Chaira comes out at the end that he doesn't have to be holding the hair. Right? The, the key point is holding the hair and saying, I'm like this, that doesn't accomplish anything. Elmai, what we're explaining is that the case is the Nazir passing in front of him, and as the guy passes in front of him, he says, I'll be like this, and that's a reference to the Nazir passing. Okay, the next case, Harini Misalsel. So evidently, the Gemara is assuming that Misalsel is something that refers to the, her, to the hair. I'm going to be Misalsel means I'm going to grow up my hair and, um, you know, have a lot with it, curl it, wave it, whatever it is. So the Gemara says, how do we know that's what the word means? <clears throat> that all works if Silso means a reference to hair. How do you know the word silso means to flip one's hair, to curl the hair? And therefore, he's saying, I'm going to grow up my hair and curl it like a nazir. Must be because it was like what once happened in the maid servant from Rebbe. So, the maid, it's very interesting. We learn things from the maid servant of Rebbe's house. In other words, we're able to pick up on certain um, translations and meanings of, kind of words and the way that they're used based upon their conversations and the dialogue that the Rebbe's maid servant has. So she once told a person, how long are you going to be curling your hair? I was the guy who was being a little bit finicky with his hair, and she called him out on it. She says, until how long you're going to be misalsal in your hair? So we see from her dialogue that silsal is associated together with hair. So now we can understand. Someone who says, I'm going to be misalsal means he's going to grow out something that will make him curl his hair, i.e. he's going to become a Nazar. Frek the Gemara, but that's not the only way to understand misalsal. Ima Torah. It might refer to Torah. This is Salsalas from Mecca. Salsalas. So it's interesting. In that context, it kind of also means to flip. But it means to explore in the Torah. It means delve into the Torah. Go in. And the idea is that a person might be committing to curl the Torah, not his hair, but to curl the Torah. I'm going to explore the Torah. Turn over everything. Like the language of the mission in Perkabas. right? You flip and you turn it over, you turn it over. That's part of the process of learning. So maybe it means I'm going to study Torah on a really deep level. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be growing out my hair just because that's Salsalas. So the Gemara says, Amar Shmuel, here too, the case is that he was holding his hair. We're saying here too because we established that for the case where the guy said, I'll be handsome, that it's a yad when he's holding his hair. So, so to here, the case where it's a yad is that he's holding his hair and uh, he says, I read him his salsa. So there we say it means I'm going to grow this out so that I'll be able to curl it in the long 
locks of a Nazir. He doesn't, he does not referring to Torah. Next case, I read Mechalka. I'll be Mechalka. So it sounds like Kilkul means I'll have hair. Like that's basically like kil, the word Kilkul we're saying means hair. How do we know that? My God, Kilkul Sarhu. How do we know that it's a reference at all to his hair in his ears? It's, not, it's like it says in a Mishnah. The context of this Mishnah on Shabbos is when you, whenever you're carrying out things from Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, on Shabbos, you're chayef, but only if you carry out the requisite shear, a shear that makes it a significant amount. So each thing there, the Mishnah goes through, how much is a significant amount of this? And how much is a significant amount of that? So the Mishnah says, Sid, when it comes to some sort of Sid, like a quick lime, and like the lime can be used to remove hair. So it says, It's enough that you put to the kilkel. What's the kilkel? It means by the temple of the head, there's a little bit of hair. So it means the little hair, that, the, 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 the hair that's by the temple. So even if you just carry out the smallest amount of, the smallest amount of line, even if it's just the amount that you'd apply to the hair by the temple, then that, would, that much is chayef. So what do I see from that Mishnah? Obviously, it's not important to us, the, the details, but what's necessary is that we see kilkel is used to refer to hair. Says the Gemara, but that's not all it means. Maybe the guy is committing himself to give uh, food to the poor because kilkel means supporting. Because like it says, Yosef sustains his father and his brothers. Kilkel, he supports for them. He gives them food. So the guy means he's going to support the poor. He doesn't say he's making himself into a nazir. So I'm Shmuel, the same thing. When you have a language that has a dual meaning. But we look at the context of the guy is holding his hair when he's saying it. So then he's saying kilkel in reference to his hair. Next case, para. A guy says it's on me para. So let's just understand what this means. Lishaleach literally means like to send, right? To, to push out. So in this context, we're going to translate it to mean to grow. It's upon me shaleach to grow, and we're going to say that the para para are the, the locks of one's hair. So I realize on me para to grow out my para to grow out the. Uh, to, to, to grow out the locks of the hair so he becomes a Nazir. So the Gemara asks, How do I know that Shiluach means growing? It's like the Pasuk says, So the Pasuk in this is talking about the growth of hair, or growth, are just like an orchard of pomegranates, literally. So we're talking about a growth of hair, and obviously he's talking about a kala over here, how beautiful her hair is. And it's saying that the kala's, her growth of hair is like the orchard. So when we say, when we say shalach over there, it means the growth. So to hear, somebody says, he's saying it's on me to grow the, the hair. That's what seemingly the pasuk is saying. The shalach means to grow out. The problem is, that's not the only thing that the shalach can mean. You could say instead that it means to remove. The shalach actually could be a commitment to remove something, to send it away. So actually, maybe the guy's saying the opposite. He's pledging to get a haircut. That's what he's saying. He's not going to grow out the hair, but I mean, shaleach hair means I'm going to remove the hair. Where do we see that shaleach means to remove? <coughs> it says in the Pasuk, Hashem, the, that Pasuk in Eovir, Hashem was talking about Hashem makes it rain and everything, you know, will we'll send, send the water down. So the Pasuk says, he sends the water down. So what does that mean he sends the water down? Presumably what it means is he's removing it from the heavens and putting it here. So here is very interesting. Over there, what does that mean? It really means to remove. He's removing it from the Shemayim and he's making it go down here. Now what's interesting about that is that obviously you see the common root. When you send something, you're removing it from where it is. But I think the key is, that's exactly what we're saying. 
what does it mean when you send? It's growing out. It's going further. But usually, when you send something, right, it's also removed from where it was. So by hair, what's so cool about it is that it remains where it was. It just goes further. It's just growth. It just has that aspect that it goes farther out without the aspect of removal. Frankly, Kumar, maybe that's not what it means. Over, just like over there, a person's sending water. The idea is Hashem is making it rain. The rain goes there and not here. So maybe the guy's saying, I'm going to send my hair in that thing. I'm going to go to the barber. It's going to get caught. The hair will be sent down to the floor. It won't be on my head anymore. So how do you see it's a commitment of Nazir's? So the Gemara answers, you're right. You can't just tell from looking at the Pesachim Tana, para, para, if we have Xer Shava, of the word para. In other words, it's Shalach and para. Para is the hair. So we look at it where else it says, of para in the Pesachim Ksivach, Gadol para, it says, by the Nazir, the hair should be holy. You should grow out. Gadol, that clearly means to grow out. The hair, the hair is, they should not be grown out. Meaning that they have a regular Kohen has to, has to get a haircut every once in a while. I think every 30 days, a regular Kohen has to get it. So basically, basically we're saying, just as over there, parallel means it shouldn't be grown out. We're saying that the Kohen every 30 days cannot keep it there. He has to cut it. So to hear when the Pasuk, um, when now when I, the, the Pasuk is showing me that the Pasuk in Yechezkel is talking about <coughs> the growing of the long hair. That's the point. So basically you're right. That Pasuk in Eov that we're talking about was removal and not growing. But, 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 but we can also say over here that um, we know that shalech para specifically, shalech, you're right, it can mean to grow, it can mean to remove. But shalech para is always used in the context of making it grow. So that's why we're referring back to now, we're going to say when a guy said about shalech para is a reference to growing there. Says the Marvi Bayis Ema. The whole question was the Pasuk and Eo by Hashem sending the water. No, the answer is, when the Pasuk says, I'll send water, it doesn't mean I'll remove water from the heaven. It actually also means growth. How does sending water mean growth? Can we talk about Yosef? It's like, look at Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was, uh, was a blind person, and he was very involved in Targum, in translation. We showed him, say, perhaps the reason was he wasn't allowed to read the Pesachim by heart <coughs> because he was blind. You're not allowed to read Pesachim by heart. So Rav Yosef was very big. He was Osik in, uh, in Targum. So his Targum was that when it waters the tree, they grow. So what it means is Hashem is making the fruits grow by sending by putting the water there. So Hashalech Maya means Hashalech means to grow. Maya means water. It means you're sending growth with, through the water, not you're removing water from the heavens and putting it there. You know, but there too, Shalech has the connotation of growth. So in the second approach from the Gemara, it's done. It's not like a toss-up. You have to come out to Xavier Shava of, of God of Para. It's just that. We're saying that Sholeach itself always has the connotation of growth. And even in the Pasuk in, in, in Eov, where it's Hashem ascending the water, it means he's making growth on the trees by applying the water there. Okay, <clears throat> now we continue. We had a Machlekes in the Mishnah. Is this a Yad? If somebody says, it's on me, I have an obligation of birds. So Rameir says he's a Nazar. The Chum say he's not a Nazar. What in the world are birds having to do with this? Again, just the background is that a regular Nazar doesn't bring birds. Regular Nazar bring chatas ola shlamim at the end doesn't bring birds. A Nazar is tamei. The halacha will be that he has to bring uh, a pair of birds and a, and, a, and a lamb, an asham lamb, and then he'll return to his cow. So what's going on? So my time, my time, Rameir. Why does Rameir say someone says I'll bring birds that he's a Nazar? There are many birds, but it doesn't necessarily mean this. Amar Shalkish. <clears throat> He's talking about the birds that I find in a pasuk are next to hair. Meaning, we're going to show a pasuk here that talks in the pasuk in Daniel. This is talking about when when Daniel when Nebuchadnezzar was um, went crazy and he went nuts and he basically turns into an animal. So the pasuk is going to describe 
<coughs> the image of Nebuchadnezzar as an animal. And in that context, we're going to see that na- that the birds are right next to the hair. Because what does the Pasuk say? His hair was grown like the feathers of the eagles and his nails were like the claws of his bir- of birds. So there the Pasuk is talking about his hair and his nails. And it's describing how both of them turned into like feathers of eagles and his nails were turning into the claws of the birds. So when mayor's holds, a person can reference something by something close to it that's in his mind. So even though he said it's the birds, the birds is not a Nazir, but the Tarot says, the thing that's next to the birds in the Pasuk, that's what he means. In the Pasuk, the hair is next to the birds. <coughs> so he's, a person might reference it in that way in their mind. Whereas top of the base, People don't do that. So therefore, he didn't say anything to do with Nazir. He's not going to be a Nazir. That's Rish Lakish. Says the Gemara's second approach. What does the birds have to do with the Nazir? So a person doesn't use in language. He doesn't reference something by talking about something close to it in a Pasuk. When he says, I'm going to bring birds, he means I'll be the person who needs to bring a bird carbon, meaning I'll be the person that if he becomes Tame, has to bring carbonos. I'll be a Nazir. So even though it's a, you know, a convoluted statement over here, but that's what he's saying. He's saying, I'll be a Nazir by saying, I'll bring the birds because a Nazir, Tame, has to bring the birds in order to restart the count. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Just that we, we, we can assume it. We don't know. Right? It's not clear cut. So maybe he just moved a cobble on himself to bring a random voluntary carbon and Ola. Right? You could do that. You could bring a pair of birds just randomly as a donation to the base of Mikdash. So how do we know just because he said, I'm going to bring birds, that he means I'm going to bring a Nazar, that when he becomes Tom, he has to bring Carbonos of the birds. Maybe not. Maybe you guys are just saying, I'll be a voluntarily pledge here to bring birds to the base of Mikdash as a regular Ola. <coughs> so the Mar says, I'm kidding, I really cane me by lay. He would have said, I'll bring a cane. Cane is the usual term when you bring the bird because you bring two. So when you bring two, it's usually a nest. So that's why, you know, like when you learn the Masech, it's called Masech as Kinim. Now, even though you can bring here two birds also, but they're referred to differently. Sipore Nazir Tameh. It's just like a, it's a name game. It's all about what the, you know, the way the terms are used. Usually when a person is donating something to the base of Mikdash, there's a pair of Carbonos, they'll say, cane. So here where the guy is saying that, 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 that he wants the Tziporim, or Tziporim, we assume he's talking about the Nazir. Says the Gemara, I realize Tziporim are still a Shver. Maybe he's talking about the birds of a Mitzorah. Mitzorah, right, once he gets cured, there's a whole purification with birds, right? When you sprinkle <coughs> on the person, the other one is sent away, the whole thing. So maybe he's talking about those birds. How do we know that it's Naziris? And it sounds like, again, an obligatory one, you don't call the cane. The cane is the voluntary one. So very good. Tzipar doesn't mean the voluntary. But how do you know it means Nazir? It means Mitzorah. So the Mara finally answers, Nazir over the funnel. The case is that there was a Nazir passing in front of the person as he said it. So he said, I have an obligation of birds. And there was a Nazir passing in front. So we assume he means obligation just like that guy is a Nazir. So to me, I should have that upon me. So the Gemara asks, Maybe the Nazir who was walking in front of him was Tame. And what he was saying is not that I'm going to be, <coughs> that I'm going to be a Nazir and like that person is. Maybe he means I'll exempt, the, I'll, it's on me to bring those guys Carbonos. That guy is Tame. He has to bring Carbonos. I'll satisfy those carbonos. So this actually is very similar to a question that we learned yesterday. We were talking about this yesterday where a guy, in the beginning, a guy said, hey, I, I shall be. And the case was that there was a Nazar walking in front of him. We said it was Yad. And, and, and the Gemara said, maybe you mean you'll bring his carbonos. And the Gemara explained that, oh, he said in his heart that he meant it. So the Gemara could say over here, 
to Ka'amar Belibo, that he means it to be a Nazir and not to bring his Karbanas. Now, Kopanan, that's Lamar's question. That just because you say it's on me to bring birds and there's a Nazir, Tommy's walking in front of you, so Hagufa. So then we should say maybe you're, you're not saying you're, you yourself will independently be a Nazir. You're saying you're going to satisfy this Nazir, Tommy's Karbanos. So Lamar has to go to Nazir, Tarva, the The guy in front of him was a Nazir, was Tar. So if the Nazir was Tar, you clearly can't be saying, I'll bring his Karbanos. He's, he's a he's Nazir, Tar. Presumably, he's not going to bring the birds. Rather, what, what you mean is the same way he's a Nazir, I'm a Kaman myself to be a Nazir. That who, if he would become Tame, would bring birds. Okay, so we come out that John and Rameir, a guy who says, I really hate it's on me to bring birds, so he's a Nazir. There's a dispute between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. According to Rish Lakish, the Pshad is, since we find in the Pasamanim Khanats, our birds are next to hair, a, perfect, a person references, references things by what's close to it in a Pasuk. As according to Rabbi Yochanan, the case is that there was a Nazir who was walking in front of him and he's saying, All right, let's So that's the point that the. Uh, He's trying to say, I'm a Nazir. So my now, what's the practical difference between them? So the practical difference is, person says, the birds that are mentioned together with the hair. He like shows that he's talking about the smuchah. <coughs> Even though he says explicitly, the birds that are next to the hair, it's only if the Nazir is there. He Nazir over the fun of in, lo, lo. Rabbi Yochanan, reference is never next to something else that's there is not good enough. So in other words, well, the point that we're saying is that it's not at the end of the day, you're speaking about Sipurit, you're not talking about hair. So even if you say, I'm talking about the, the, the birds which are next to the hair, that's not a way of referring to the hair. To the hair. Rishlagash was saying, since they're next to each other in the Pasuk, so you're actually referencing the hair. Rabbi Yochan says, you know what, you could even say it that way. But if there's not, no Nazar passing in front of you, we don't see it. Even though the Nazir is not passing in front of him, when he says it, he'll become a Nazir. Because if, if you clearly are, are, are intending that the birds are a reference to the hair, that's what he's talking about. You're saying the birds that are next to the hair. I meant just say the hair. Sometimes people speak that way. All right, so now the Gemara wants to ask a Kasha and Rish Lakish. The way, or in really, Rabbi Yochanan also, because they're both saying that it's not so simple that a person references things by what's close to it. According to Rish Lakish, that's the very dispute between Rameir and the Rabbanon. According to Rabbi Yochanan, no one does that. So the Gemara asked me, is there, is there anyone who holds that you can't, val- you can't come along and, and, and refer to something with, with something else that's close to it? Vatanya says in a price. Homer Yamin Shua. Someone who says right hand, this is a Lashon of Shua. The guy says, by Yamin, I'm not going to eat something, right? So Yamin is as if he said the word Shua. <coughs> it sounds like you have to say, when you're making an oath, you have to have a key, the key word of Shavua. Shavua, you're not going to eat it. If you just say, I'm not going to eat it, then there's no lashes if you do. If you say Shavua, I'm not going to eat it, there is. So what if a guy said Yamin? It's a Shavua. Now Yamin means right hand. How does that allusion of Shavua? My time. Must be, the Pasuk says, when it's talking about swearing, it says, Vayarim Yamino, picks up his right hand, Usmal in his left hand, and he swears by the one who lives forever. So there next to right hand is a reference to swearing. So guy picks up his right hand in the Pasuk and he goes on to swear. So now you can reference something because something that's close to it. In the Pasuk, if somebody says, by the Amin, I'm not going to eat it, that's a Lashon Shvua. So you see everybody adopts this idea that you could reference something about what's close to it in the Pasuk. So the Gemara answer is Amri Lo. It's not true. It's not shot that the right hand is a Shvua because it's next to the swearing. It actually is the Lashon of Shvua itself. It's not next to it. The Gemara thought before that it's just a way of getting to swearing. The Gemara is answering, no, right hand is actually a word of swearing itself. The time. 
that the Lashon Yamin itself is Lashon Shoshan Amar. Nishba Hashem Bimino. Hashem is where is in his right hand. So in the words, it's very subtle, the Gemara. In the right hand means that the oath itself is the right hand. So it's not a, an expression of something not next to a Shvua that when I say this, you say, oh, you're referencing really the Shvua. In this passage, Nishba Hashem Bimino, saying the Shvua is in the Yamin. So now if I say Bimin, I mean it is itself a Shvua. And so too the other way. If a person says left hand is also lashon shvua, in other words, either hand is shenemar ubezro uzo. So we say the, the the arm of his strength can be left hand because the right hand was before in the bus. So nishva Hashem bimino. That's a lashon of shvua in the right hand. Ubezro uzo is the left hand. So now really no one knows that you reference something just by what's close to it in the bus. From shad is what we're saying is bimino ubezmolo are actual lashonos of um, shvua. All right, now we're going to start the next sugya. We're only going to make a dent in it today. Kishmaka sugya, we'll pick up more tomorrow. So the Mishnah says, Here the key is, the guy is not just saying, I'll be a Nazar. Normally you don't have to specify the details of the Nazar. Just say, I'll be a Nazar. All the dinam of Nazir sarchal. But here he's saying, I'm a Nazar from the grape seeds. So in other words, he's, asked, he's getting into the details, the chatzanim, the zag, and he's getting into one specific point. So either the grape seeds, Menazagam, the grape skins, Menazaglachas, or Menazir from cutting the air, or Menazir, he says, I'm a Nazir from the Tumah. In this case, I reason, and all the Nazirs of Zalanim, even though he specifies only one thing, all of the Dina Marchal. This is, <coughs> the idea is that the Kabbalah's Nazirs, the mice and Nazirs, as soon as you say, I'm reading Nazir, even if you only specify from one detail, all the Dina Marchal. So really it's a big machlokas. Either you say I'm a Nazar, you don't say anything, or if you specify, you have to specify all the things that are Asr. Notice Reb Shimon's point isn't that you can't say I'm a Nazar. He's saying if you do specify, you have to lift all of them. So you'd have to say I'm a Nazar from grapes and from haircuts and from Tumah, something like that. You know, all of those points. But, 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 but if he doesn't say specifically all of them, they're not. Rabbanon disagree. The Rabbanon are Mishnah. Even if he only says I'm a Nazir from one of the points, I mean Nazir will be a Nazir. So our Mishnah is not Rabbanon. So obviously this is not a svar, right? Is it a mice of Kabbalah's Nazirs? If I say I mean Nazir from one point, it must be we're looking at Pesukim here. So my time is Rabbanon Amar Kral. We call Asher Yatsmi Gevin Yain. But anything that comes from the grapevine, so that's all inclusive, right? So it's all there. So why does the pasuk go on and specify Mechar Tzanin Ba'Azad from the seeds until the skin? What's Pshat? Why does the Torah have to get detailed and list the seeds in the skin if it already just said general, anything that's from the grapevine? Come to tell you that if you want to go into specifics, if you don't just say Arini Nazir, then you got to speak it all out. You have to, if you say Chartan, then you also have to say Zag. Like, that's the Pshat. If you're going to, if you're going to just, if, if you just say Arini Nazir, good, you're Nazir from everything. But if you're going to get specific, you have to list all the points. From upon my time, so how do I upon respond? Amar Kra, Miyayin Vesheikh Yazir, he abstains from wine and other types of old wine, new wine. So basically, the Pasuk already said that, that he shouldn't have anything made from grapes. So it's already included. So the Pasuk here that's saying, don't drink wine would be an extra Pasuk. So what's the extra Pasuk coming to say? It must be it's coming to tell you that if a person says, I'm a Nazar not to drink wine, then the whole thing is Chal. Like that, that would be the idea. The whole thing is, 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 is Chal. It would seem like, according to Reb Shimon, if a person says, I'm a Nazar from wine, it's not in his ears at all. Forget about the fact that it's not as small, it's not as serious at all. So that's what the Rabbanon are saying. You see that the Torah is emphasizing don't drink the wine. Pshat is it must be that the, the Pasuk is referring to a guy who said, I'm going to be a Nazir not to drink wine, and the Torah is being Mechadish. Yeah, it's Chal. It's a Chalais from Naziris. So it's like very black and white, this dispute with Shimon and the Rabbanon. Someone who's Mechadish and Naziris from one item, according to Rabbanon, he's a full Nazir. According to Rabbanon, it's not. He's not a Nazir. 
So now the Gemara wants to know how each one deals with each other's sources. Right? That there's a din not to drink the wine. What's the positive telling you? I already said don't drink from, the, from any great products. Mosby is going to add, even the case of Nazar only from wine. Says the Gemara, that when a person makes himself a Nazir, he can't drink mitzvah wine just like optional wine. When optional wine means random wine. But what about mitzvah wine? So I would say if it's a mitzvah wine, maybe it's not included. So the Pasuk is coming to say even wine that's normally for a mitzvah, it's also to drink when you're a Nazir. You may have thought to say that, well, maybe the Nazirs can't be chal to uproot the mitzvah. The same way a shvua can't be against the mitzvah. Maybe the Nazirs can't be oiker the din to drink the wine. Kamash will the Pasuk that it could. That's how Reb Shimon says you use the Pasuk. Not like the Rabbanon that is telling you someone who said I'm a Nazir from wine is in Gaza Nazir. Pasuk is coming to tell me that the wine of mitzvah is also to a Nazir. So what are you talking about? What's, what's mitzvah wine? Mayi. Kiddush of Abdullah, the Kiddush from Yain and Abdullah. So here's a very Gishmakal point. Look at the Ahmed Aleph. Hari Mushbabun Marasina. So the language that's in front of us is, is Mushbabun Marasina. So the Pashub Shah you would try to read is that if it says in Arsina you have to, so then the Nazar Daka can't uproot it, and the Nazar should be allowed to drink the Kiddush of Abdullah wine. <coughs> but the, many Rishonim don't have this Kirtz in the Gemara, or if they have it, they get out of it. And they explain that's Mamish Pungfakar. Mamish the opposite. The din to make Kiddush, Midarai says what? To drink wine. The din to make Kiddush is to Zachar Shem HaShavos, the Kaddusho, to Zachreu, to make mention of it. Rambam says, Devei Shvach, Devei Shavach, Lakodesh Baruch Hu, Hodav for Shavos. So, you don't have to drink wine. The din to drink wine is all of the rabbinic add-on later on. So it's Pasha, the Gemara is saying, you don't need a Pasuk to say that he could drink the Kiddush wine. It's not a Darai said to drink the Kiddush wine. So it's so interesting what the Gemara is saying. Somebody showed a pull out of the Gemara. Oh, you see that drinking wine, Kiddush wine, is not much a Daraisa. And the Gemara is saying, it's so a Daraisa, it's my Arsini, that you can't uproot it. Other Yishonim don't really work with that Kiddush. And they say, Pung Faker. It's so Pasha that the drinking of the wine is just a Darabana, that you don't need a Pasuk for it. So that's the, that's the point. So therefore, we're kind of stuck, right? What's Pshat? What's Pshat here in Rip Shimon? So we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna stop here for today. We'll jump back into the Shark Vatari tomorrow, but just for today, we're in the middle of a machlokas from Shimon, the Rabbanu from Shimon says, someone who's makabin his ears from one aspect is Nishkin Nazir. He's makabin his ears from everything. He darshins by Chatzan, Badzag. And the Rabbanu say, no, being makabin his ears from one detail, so Kabbalah's ears on everything. And therefore, he's fully bound to be a Nazir. And our Mishnah was going like the Rabbanu.